Welcome back to the Pennant Podcast. This is episode 18. Forgot to start the gameplay. Fuck. All right. Well, episode 18. Did you expect us to get to 18, Eddie? Um, you know, I I had a lot of faith with this from the very beginning. Obviously, I had some doubts, you know, because it's kind of a big undertaking. But I think it's become a very important part of my life and my routine. And I very much enjoyed this every week. Really? Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Yeah. I really, yeah, this is like a big part of my life. And I, I love that we do this. It makes me very happy. I love it too. I, I love saying like, oh, I got a podcast to record, you know, with my friend. Yeah, Eddie. dude. It's kind of like a low-key flex. Like, <laughs> low key flex. Oh yeah. I have a I have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Check it out if you can. Uh, yeah. it would yeah. help it would help we our have, uh, we have plenty of listeners already. <laughs> it would help our um average of four four yeah. viewers. That is what our average uh plays are. Not not viewers, but like we average a four plays per not, not in counting yeah. youtube that doesn't count We're youtube that counts only like apple the lives of many yes apple oh, yeah. google stuff like that right so um this episode will be dedicated to one of my favorite games and uh recently eddie beat it too star Whoa. wars jedi fallen order great game cool game oh yeah i'm excited to talk about it eddie is fresh off of beating it is that right yes that's correct i beat it when it originally came out so um and i i would was happy i was like he's like let's talk about jedi fallen order i was like fucking bet i would love to talk about this game bro yeah so um let's start with our intros uh how are you doing today friend um i'm doing pretty good i I had a night of debauchery last night and I went out with my work friends and we got really drunk and we went to this bar where um, there's a there's a claw machine in it and they have little rubber ducks in in there. So yeah. we all got rubber ducks. And um, since I bring my my little vintage 2000s digital camera around, it's like. <laughs> It's fun to take little photos of everybody, and it's like a good bonding experience. So, yeah, now that I've like experimented with my little camera a little bit more, it will come with me everywhere I go from now on. So, yeah, fuck yeah, man. Uh, it's a good time. Yeah, it's great to hear. Uh, Annabelle, like we went to um, we went to a mall. Uh, we, oh, we went to Chandler Mall. Did I, did I take you guys to Chandler Mall when you were out here? We went the second time to Chandler Mall. The first time we went to Mills. Oh, yes. <laughs> Mills. Yeah. Uh, took her there and they opened up a, a new shop, like a new like Japanese style shop where they have those like those mini claw machines. And yeah. uh, they they were kind of addicting. And <laughs> I, won, <laughs> I won a little like Genshin Impact a doll and i gave it right to like my girlfriend because i was like you you would like this more than i would nice and then That's she good. won two of them herself whoa professional there's there like a couple there's like a couple like around like next to us and they're like oh my god like every time we every time they won one like you guys are so lucky what the hell <laughs> so yeah that was 
That was cool. I'm glad you had fun there. It's a good time. It's yeah. called the Dirty Duck. It's Dirty in duck. South Denver. <laughs> um, it's like a kind of a locally dive bar. It's pretty cheap, not that crowded. Mm-hmm. I suggest it if you're in the area. Um, but yeah, so been doing good. Um, I'm a little tired today just because like I didn't sleep very much last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, worked. Then I came home, ate some din din. Now I'm on the pod. Um, this week, what have I been doing? Uh, I went to the dentist. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Let's see. What else did I do? That was on Wednesday. Um, I We believe we've found the cause of my sleep issues because I can't stay asleep at night. Like I wake up really? in the middle of the night all the time. And um, we believe I have a... I potentially have sleep apnea. So sleep apnea. That's, uh, yeah, basically like because I breathe through my mouth all the time. I breathe through my mouth all the time too. Yeah. It like wakes Annabelle up all the time, and she I can't go to sleep because I just snore. Yeah, yeah. So like, depending on the person, that can be problematic. For me, it's problematic because I never wake up rested. And I wake up in the middle of the night, like all the time, and I can't breathe through my nose ever, even when I'm awake. So, um, we may be able to solve that problem, and I will be able to sleep a restful night once again. That would be nice, but Hmm, who knows? Um, Let's see, what else? I am approaching my next competition that is two weeks from today. Um, from today, interesting. Yeah, two weeks from today. It's on the eighteenth. Um, what else has been going down? Um, school is rounding out. I have a test on Tuesday, a test on Thursday, and then a test on next Tuesday. Then I'm done. I have one more paper to finish in terms of projects, and that's it. So I got. Three tests and one paper, and then I'm done with the semester. So, yep. All right. That's been that's been lately. That's the hip hop as of late. The hip hop, yes. All right. Not not bad, man. Pretty good. Well, hope Thanks. you get that sleep apnea uh, fixed. Because I hope so. I'm still working on solution two. Um, <laughs> I feel like um. There, there's these like different mattresses where you can like adjust hike how, how the height of your legs and head, and we like uh, Annabelle found that like I didn't uh, didn't snore as much when I had my like head up and like my legs up too. Huh? Like you're in like a, in a uh, in a hammock, <laughs> like a hammock position almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, just hang a hammock from your ceiling fan. There you go. That's, that's your solution. That, that'll work. <laughs> yeah, those um, maybe it's like another a future purchase down the line. It's like one of those cool mattresses that can move up and down. Yeah, but it's cool. I've I've been pretty good. Um, that's good, man. I just bought a souped up PC. Hey 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 hey! How much? Twenty five hundred. 
Nice. Yes, it is. Uh, it's going to have like the latest uh, like CPU processor, like an AMD uh, Ryzen 9, like 5900 or something, something like nice. that. Yeah. So like, I just wanted like the best thing right now. Uh, the, the best like graphics cards, like like render videos faster. If I was going to like do some video editing, which I like, you know, want to plan on doing that more. Trying to do like some trying but i want to do some more work on my time management because it's still not good mm-hmm. i want to get more stuff done and maybe that that's gonna have to like change how i sleep because i need, i want to wake up earlier like today, today <laughs> girlfriend and i woke up at i think like 11 or 12 and then Dude, that's yeah. a flex hell yeah yeah then um then i re- <sighs> I didn't I, don't, I haven't left the house today. It's been raining all day in Phoenix. Like, oh, really? That's weird. Yeah. Interesting. It never happens. Yeah. It's dry and gloomy here. There's nothing. No snow. Well, there's yeah. snow on the ground, but it's just dry. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> I want... <laughs> Dead. I wanted to, um, course, some footage for the podcast of, like, of the game. Because I've... Especially the game like this, uh, I'm not going to play it like while I'm talking because I need like total concentration when doing stuff. So yeah, I uh, woke up, ate some cereal, some Fruity Pebbles with a uh, girlfriend. Had, I was on like doing some like others, other like miscellaneous stuff. Then I was playing. I was playing this. I was talking. Talk, I was actually talking to DJ and Carrington while uh, while playing this. Dito hopped in too. Pretty cool. Um, I was gonna ask, like, I wanted to get, like DJ in like for tomorrow's episode because um for people who don't know, or actually none of you would know, but um I'm gonna be on like sort of like I'm not gonna be available next week. So tomorrow we're recording Saturday. We usually record Sunday. So tomorrow, Sunday, we're going to record another episode so that I can put that out the following Monday so I can uh, spend that time. And so we're going to talk about the 12, or like a game of the month that came out this year, each game, talk about it a little bit, like what we liked and like why we thought it was our favorite. And it's not, it's not going to be held down to uh, a new games that released that month specifically. It's just going to be like, do you remember playing a game that month? Like, I'm about to check like my achievements and like my trophies. So I don't know what I fucking played <laughs> like every month. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we're gonna be doing. So nice. yeah, been ball in order. Got got the footage for this. And I, as I was playing this again, I was like, dude, I love this game. Like, shit. so good. At one point, I was like, I want 100% this game, and then that didn't happen for reasons I don't know. But now. Now that I got in the groove of things again, I was like, hmm, this is a, this is a mighty fine game. Wouldn't mind 100%ing this. <laughs> <clears throat> but that's what I've been playing. Uh, actually, no, it's not what I've been playing. I've been playing Pokemon Violet. Um, that Pokedex fill-up is going to be quite a challenge for What's some of them. I'm like, over, I'm like, uh, like out of like three hundred, like four hundred or something, I'm at like three oh, three ten or something like that. You're pretty close, so nice. Yeah, so I'll just have to trade for a bunch of other them, bunch of other ones. 
Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Gonna be playing that more since I'm scaling back how much Pokemon I'm gonna be playing. <laughs> then, then yeah, just playing this game, that Pokemon Go. I've been playing it like consistently, like throughout. That's been pretty good. Um, what are your Xmas plans, bro? What are your Christmas plans? Do you have any? Probably not. Um, all my family like lives close, so we'll just like get together close-ish, closest enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah, no traveling, nothing special or anything, just normal, normal stiff. All right. All right. Um, what about you? I'm. So um, the thing I told you about next week is like related to that. Uh, we're gonna have like an early Christmas thing with that going on, and then on the tw- the Christmas Eve, I'm gonna go over to my girlfriend's grandparents' house, uh, hang out there. Then later in the day, we're gonna go over to her dad's house. We're gonna play some like um there they used to do like a secret santa thing but this year they're gonna do something different and how like we're gonna play games for pride for like presents instead you know like they're like bring a bring a present for like a a dude and bring a present for a woman you know like it's fair enough and yeah we're gonna be playing some games that i I think that's gonna be really fun yeah that is cool i like that yeah and then christmas day Mm-hmm. We're gonna be um spend the Christmas with my parents here. Have Christmas dinner and stuff. Uh, do you do Christmas dinner? Is that a thing? Um, yeah, kinda. Like, yeah, no, not kinda. We do. Yeah, we yeah. do that. Okay. We like, yeah, we eat like ham and roast beef and shit. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yep. Those are my plans for uh, Christmas. Um, nice. I-, I read the dates wrong because like. I was I was thinking I was like okay we're gonna record this episode and the episode tomorrow, and then like that that next week will be Christmas and I'm gonna take a break but uh, but I for, totally forgot like birthday weekend the 16th for me will be um we're gonna do another episode then so we're gonna come up with something else that day. Mm-hmm. Like so that's that. this the ninth no. Well, well like, you're gonna be on your you're gonna be doing your your meat thing, huh? So I don't think we're gonna be. It's on the 18th, yeah. So that's on. So I wouldn't be able to record that day. I can record the 17th though. Well, we can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that later for sure. Um, well, you been playing anything else besides Fallen Order? Um. Oh yeah. No. Yes. no. So you, the answer to my question in our DMs, our text messages. What was? What's that? Wait, hold on. I need to remember this. Um, I sent that picture like wait. at oh, night. Pent- oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember. Um, I played like thirty minutes of it, and here's my problem. Oh no! Is if it was voice acted, oh. the dialogue, I could do it, but it's 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 just not. It's not fast enough for me to be okay with reading everything. So, like, there's, there's obviously there's going to be a lot of build up, a lot of like, you know, it's a conversationalist game, you know. So it's like a lot of, you know, it's like reading, reading a book, 
mm-hmm. but you're only reading like the quotations in a book rather than like the body because the body of the text is like what you're seeing with your eyes yeah um so like you know in a book when it like describes the setting like you're seeing that with your eyes and you're, when you're playing the game like and you're controlling the movement of the character but like basically you're just like yeah, you're reading a book, but just with the quotations, and it's not voice acted, and I just can't, I can't do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, at um, least you tried it, it. Like that's why I, yeah, I appreciate I did trying try it. it. Yeah, it has cool art. Um, and um, I like the soundtrack, and I did like the little character kind of backstory thingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I saw how that affects the gameplay, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that you could um. You know, you could pick a, you know, sort of a national origin first, and that can determine, like, what languages you speak and what um, cultural knowledge you have that you can use in dialogue. And then you can also pick your, like, your background as, like, what you do as a, excuse me, as a person. Yeah. So, like, you can pick (laughs) if you were, like, a banker, not a banker, a, like, a businessman or a, a book, book reading person um a trickster or like a low tier criminal or like you know these are all like background options and they can determine like more dialogue options and like elements of the story that you may not be able to access without those specific set of skills mm-hmm. so that was cool um i liked that quite a bit okay well thanks for giving it a try at least and um yes I, I was I was listening to a podcast on um on the game specifically and how like the director from um Josh Sawyer was like because one of the questions was asked was like yeah this isn't voice acted um would is that a thing they can do later down the line and he's like um potentially but maybe not because it was a small team it was like fifteen or so people working on that game mm-hmm. and like he just made a choice because there's so many different people involved like different like types of people that you see in that game and like they're and like the different voices and stuff and he was like it it would just it was costing too much and it'd be too much time that's what he was like, trying to say i was like I, that game would benefit from like voice acting because another game similarly did that and that's why he, that guy asked the question got out I last see. stand media defining duke but uh, any good movies or tv shows lately Let's see. I movies. Um, what have I seen? No, we talked about Black Adam last week, right? Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. That was the last movie I saw. I watched the prequels again, just because I felt like it. Mm. Um, yes. The prequels are the best trilogy, by the way, in my opinion. Yes, in my opinion. Yeah. Same. Yes. I think our generation appreciates them while the the old fucks that <laughs> that grew up with the originals um they hate on it for no reason which i think is stupid mm-hmm. um yeah i think it's like silly to i don't know like people peg it for like oh there's too much cgi like well that was like brand new at the time so like of course they're it was like a it was it was a pioneering moment in film history. Like nobody had done that before. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and then other people. Oh, Jar Jar's annoying. He's supposed to be annoying. That's the fucking point. He's annoying to the characters in the movie. Yeah. 
It's not, he's not annoying because he's a bad character. He's annoying because he's supposed to be annoying. Like, there's almost no claim you could throw at me that is commonly hated on uh, for the prequels that I can't refute. Like, they're better. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like them more. I mean, like, better lightsaber yeah. battles one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even compared the to, like, sound is better. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, the sound effects are, like, make you fucking come dude the and episode like, two like when like he was, he was being chased from like the from Django fett and how he like releases that bomb yeah. like that seismic charge thing yes same yeah the, oh my god what an incredible movie yeah and like people people dog on the actors like they're not that good and i'm like what are you what are you seeing and then that's not good mm-hmm. like there's yeah. some awkward moments with the writing but like so does every movie. Every movie has weird moments with writing. Like, exactly. We all watched the new Batman when he says "I'm vengeance" for the first time, and it's like the fucking <laughs> weirdest thing ever. Like, but that's just like part of the fun, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Or like, you know, even or I'll just say Batman again. I don't know why I keep thinking of Batman. Like in the Christian Bale Batman, he's like, "They killed my parents." <laughs> or you know, like, like the dumb um. I'm not wearing hockey pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> just like dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like normal. That's how movies are. Can't have perfect dialogue. It's not like the original trilogy had perfect writing. <laughs> nah, definitely didn't, but. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Fucking goat. Hayden Christensen, goat. Ewan McGregor, goat. Natalie Portman, goat. Goat. Everyone's goat. It's just goat, man. Yeah. It was just goat. So let's um talk about the game now. So Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Released in 2019. And uh it's an action adventure game. It was developed by Respawn Entertainment, and they're known for Titanfall, Apex Legends, and they made this they made Respawn Entertainment uh devs from because like there's a whole controversy with uh modern warfare 2 devs and how like i can't exactly remember but like they just weren't getting paid or something like that until they split and then later mm-hmm. down the line they made respawn entertainment and just goes to show you that like these guys are they know what they're fucking doing because i mean they made titanfall 1 which and titanfall 2 like those games are underrated like it like titanfall really 2 underrated. titanfall 2 suffered because it came out during cod and battlefield yeah. 1 mm-hmm. yeah that was like the worst time it could have ever ever worst. came out worst and like yeah titanfall 2 is kind of a tragedy because like it just didn't have the player base and when personally for me when a game has no player base i lose motivation to play it because i feel like you know, putting in the work will not pay off because nobody, like, I won't be able to find the lobbies or mm-hmm. find games without waiting for hours and hours, so I just don't, I just don't play it, which is kind of, doesn't make that much sense, but that's, like, how I operate, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, The game is set five years after the events of Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, my favorite movie, and there's a sequel uh, it's set to be released uh, next year. We're probably going to get a, a release date at the Game Awards uh, next this upcoming Thursday, the eighth. So I'll be def- talking about that. Um, 
in a future podcast for sure. Yeah. It's called uh Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Which is uh definitely it's... definitely interesting and yeah, that's another topic of discussion. We're talk we're yeah. here to talk about Fallen Order. So uh we're first gonna talk about the gameplay. Um Eddie, how did it feel being a Jedi in this game compared to the other games of of Star Wars that you played before when you or yourself are a Jedi? Well, I'll say first that I've taken the form of Jedi in, let's see, the original Battlefront, the original Battlefront 2, the Force Unleashed, the new Battlefronts, um, what else? Fucking, can you think of any other ones? Um, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Didn't play One and it. Two. Uh, let me see. Um, I actually in Battlefront One and from like two thousand like four or something. I don't think you can be a Jedi in that. There were Jedi, right. but yeah, but they would come and kill you for sure. Like they did uh, exist. You don't think you can play as yeah. one? There are there are heroes in the original Battlefront Two though because I I've played that recently. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so um yeah, of all the games that I have taken Lego Star control, Wars. Lego, yeah, there you go, right? Bro, huh? Lego, Lego Emperor, go. <laughs> Lego Yoda when he falls in the hole. Fucking <laughs> amazing. Um, so, okay, there's, this is a, a dichotomy point that I'm about to make, meaning it has like two sides. Okay. So, um, I I don't like it and I do like it for this reason. Okay. You are quite you don't feel like a monster like completely invincible like fucking like god on earth just destroying everything in your path, right? Yeah. So I applaud the game for that and I also don't like it for that. So that means it's perfect in my opinion. So it's kind of a weird point. But like in Force Unleashed, you're like the fucking goat. Like oh, nobody yeah. can touch you. Like Star Star Killer is the f- like insane. Like that game is so like you're so OP. Like yeah. you can you pull a fucking star destroyer out of the sky. Like you're insane. Like um, and then the reason I like being kind of weaker in this game is it serves the story because Cal like. Cal's the main character, Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis. Cal, Cal is a young Jedi learner. He's not technically a Padawan because he has no master. Mm-hmm. Um, and he only received training until he was about, like, what, like 10 or so? 10, 11, 11, 12, whenever, you know, yeah. it's not really explicitly so, said. Yeah. So basically, like, most Jedi are are inducted in the order like when they're like under the age of like five or whatever. So that means he'd only been training for like a little bit of time. So um it serves the story in the way that you really like you don't feel invincible like a fucking god like walking amongst men. Mm-hmm. And um so while yes that takes away from the gameplay like you don't feel super OP, but it also serves the story because Cal is not like He's not the goat. Like he's he's self-taught. Like he's learning along the way. Yeah. Which is awesome. I think that that makes his character develop much better than 
um, if he was just super OP. Yeah, well said. Um, this game, I, I I feel is like the best representation of a Jedi like, in combat because you know of the of the, the parries you can do, the force powers. I mean, like Force Unleashed had awesome force powers, but again, y you are supposed to be unstoppable in that game. Like it is supposed, to, it's like an arcade game for like Jedi, just like how what Gran Turismo is to realistic driving is what need for speed is to arcade driving like it's supposed right. to like not be serious it's just it's just supposed to be fun and this game strikes a good balance it's fun and it's like as realistic as like we're gonna get it's like an actual of playing a jedi you know yeah because you have to dodge yeah you, know, you gotta like jump and do stuff and as you're seeing in this gameplay here you know like i like strategically knowing when to dodge and stuff because star killer you just you're just going in just whamming just taking <laughs> news is so cool <laughs> the, yeah the physics and the oh, force unleash is so awesome oh they're so good incredible dude and that that's the one game probably one of the only games i would ever say the best experience is to play on the wii Re oh yeah i didn't i've never played it on the wii oh my zach i can oh my god it's so fun it is so fun <laughs> like <laughs> you Dude. feel like you're in the game like wow. they, um, <laughs> shit is sick they released uh they released they released that game um like on the switch uh -huh. and so like it has it's based on the wii version yeah. Dude, so, like the if it's on force sale release with motion control is so fun oh my god that's because i that's how i played it the first time yeah and the only time actually i played it on the wii that's the only way i know it mm -hmm. it's oof, that like that's awesome I'll always remember that game. Okay, so yeah, I, I'm saying like being a giant in this game, it's it's the best representation. It's it's the best. Like you are truly a Jedi in this game. Right. Um. Was yeah. how was the combat? Was uh, was it fluid enough? Because I mean, telling from like I played it in 30 frames per second. You played it first, and then you played it in 60 frames. Like <laughs> that makes a difference, obviously. And it does. Yeah. Uh, remembering it from back then it was still like fluid enough to me because you know you're just it, it helps that it adopts like a, a combat style similar to a, a dark souls like strategic combat i would say strategic action combat when knowing when to dodge when to get out the way when to hit that's that's to me what makes this game games combat fluid what do you think mm -hmm. um i think the combat's fluid if you play it like if you play it very consistently so like what i notice is so that that's my own fault like <laughs> so if i like if i were to play this game like every every single day like i play one hour a day or whatever yeah i would have gotten really really good at the combat but like what i did is i you know i played a few hours and then i like stopped for a whole week and then i played like you know third of the game and then i stopped for three days and then like i just wasn't consistent about it until i got close to the end mm -hmm. um so like i think if i would have stuck with it consistently the whole way then i would have um thought the combat was like super super fluid um but basically like what i think is you have to you have to like learn it for it to be fluid but once you do it feels really good because like there's some times where i'll get like combo strings and it just feels like holy shit like this is awesome 
Mm-hmm. 100%. So. Like, like, the further you go down the game, the more you know, skills you learn because you unlock skill points and stuff like that. And, like, I... This game can be very complex in its combat when you know how to use it, just like a Dark Souls or an Elden Ring, you know? It's... It, it can be worthwhile to learn it, and um, you make a good point. Um, if you don't care about this com- the game's combat, you just care about, like, Star Wars and, and the story that it tells, I mean, you're not going to really, like, want to learn about it, but I, I honestly think you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite rewarding if you're, when you play it well, like, when, you, when you're good at the game, like, it feels cool. Yeah, and... I beat it on the second hardest difficulty, but you just jumped straight into the hardest one, right? Okay. I made a mistake. I played on the second hardest as well. Okay. I thought, I thought Jedi Master was the hardest just because it sounds like the hardest one. But when you when you said that last time, I was like, oh yeah, I'm on the hardest one. I'm not. I'm on Jedi. I'm Jedi Grandmaster's the hardest. Yeah. So I did on Jedi. Yeah. Okay. I did on Jedi Master. Yeah. So. yeah that's what I beat it first. And then this... This gameplay everybody's seeing, this is Jedi Grandmaster, which, Whoa. which um, I would say, de- yeah, definitely harder, but it's not, it, it's like not as difficult. I mean, you you can definitely pick it up, Eddie. I mean, it, it was Jedi Grandmaster an option? I think it is an option straight from the get go. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there is an achievement actually for doing a Jedi mm-hmm. Grandmaster. Yeah, I'm just not. There's some parts of like this blissless planet he's on right now in the videos that, called Dathomir. This place is hard. Oh, dude, <laughs> I we can talk about like the planets and stuff like in like the setting characters later. I have stuff to say about this planet, dude. I hate this planet. <laughs> but um, awful. yeah. So uh, how this game goes is that, like Cal is like learning his uh, force powers back again, and we'll talk about like why that is during the plot, but. That, that's how this that's how the game like operates like you slowly slowly learn more and more your force powers and how to do things throughout the game is is that a uh, style of gameplay like cool good good to you or did you like or would you have liked to have like here's what you here, here's everything that you can do do what you want yeah no i like the progressive idea so like you start off with few skills but you and you gain more but i wish that they delivered the new skills in a different way Mm. um because it feels kind of forced like you're just in the middle of a situation then all of a sudden you're like oh i remember how to do this now like it doesn't make sense like (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) so like that that feels a little forced but like i like the progression like where you start off with very few abilities and you gain more um so yeah i do like that yeah, and um, I like it myself because like it ties into like the story and how like he's repairing, like yeah, he's repairing his mm-hmm. connection to the force and like oh shit, I do know how to do this because um, yeah. we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I I like it, I like how the you're learning your force powers back. But I can I can see where like like as you're jumping, you're like oh shit, I know how to do this. You're like oh, I remember. <laughs> like I right remember. before you're gonna die, you're like oh, I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you have a yeah, you go flashback to baby Cal, and you're just like oh yeah, like I did this one time. <laughs> I did this one time. Like I cannot remember. Yeah. I, I I could not be me. Yeah, literally. Fuck no. <laughs> so um, yeah. yeah, no. 
Sure. How how often did you use the force with your enemies? Because in this game, you have a force meter, and so like, you can't spam the force like you can like force unleashed, which makes sense because of the title. But like, how were you careful with using it, or did you like use it until it's all gone? Because when it's all gone, you have to like co make contact with enemies like with your lightsaber to earn back ability your, your use of the force did you like that or how much did you use of it i use the force like a lot so mostly the slow and the push i very rarely use the pull um just because most of the time like the enemies are quite overwhelming so i don't want more of them closer to me you know what i mean like yeah um yeah so kind of yeah mm -hmm. and like um, with the like the meter and it like refilling like that felt good because it kind of forced you to use both parts of the combat system like you have to use melee to use your force like mm -hmm. so that was cool i like that um it did feel kind of limited like especially in the early stages when your force meter is really small like it felt like you had like it needed more like you felt you feel kind of like underpowered like you have like you can use the force like two times in combat and then you have to recharge like so like in the early stage it's kind of limited but like by the end like the last three quarters like you're it feels pretty good because you can use it fluidly mm -hmm. no i i expand like the force powers pretty much uh, at, at points yeah like on dathomir dude those knight brothers you i, I use the force pull every time it's like i'm not dealing with that shit fuck that it's a one-hit kill like you yeah. pull them in stab them that's it oh is that oh shit dude i never even yeah used that. i i like first playthrough like i didn't know about that it's like half was like what if i just force pull them and it's it a one-hit kill i'm like oh my god i'm doing this every time i'm conserving my force powers just for those jackasses i fucking hate those night brothers oh they're so awful bad. god um let's see was parrying worthwhile to you did you use it a lot how was the parrying in this combat versus you played dark souls before what do you think yeah um well dark souls i never parry in dark souls because it's way too hard like mm -hmm. i cannot get the fucking timing right like i don't know how anyone does it um in dark souls i play a very evasive play style so like i do a lot of rolling i don't really block that much um I like to use like uh two swords um and not use a shield. Um so coming to this game where pairing's a little bit friendlier, it's not as difficult to do. Um mm -hmm. I use it a lot more and I think it's something that you kinda have to use in this game, otherwise you just get bullied um by the long ass combo strings like these this guy that Zach's currently looking at in the video these little <laughs> monsters i don't know what they're called their attack strings are so long and even some of the early game enemies like they'll like kill you in like two or three hits like if you don't block or parry it it's like yeah jesus christ yeah so yeah i think the parrying is um a little bit more accessible and it's absolutely essential that you use it mm -hmm. i i i would say like i was overall like a i was like an overall play style like i used everything like parrying force 
um, lightsaber combat, you know. But the like, <laughs> I learned like just playing today is like you can kill this thing as you're gonna see now by just parrying, and like that's mm-hmm. that's cool. Like it, it's using the systems given to you. It's like just do this and you can one hit kill. Right. The puzzles now. There, this game is um, features. Would would you say quite a bit of puzzles or like a, a good amount? I'd say like a, a decent amount because they only really come up in the in the the Zepho temples. Yeah, and like uh, some exploration stuff in other planets. Mm-hmm. But like the big ones are only in the temples. Yeah. Um, were they hard? Did you like have trouble doing any of them? There was only one I had to look up. I'll just say that. Yeah, um, I, I think I looked up a couple. I looked up the the one before the ice cave one. Um, I can't remember what it was. It's the one where there's like a chain and you have to burn the the oh. thorns that are surrounding the chain. I had to look that one up. Oh, um, okay. When like you're um, yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, you have to like throw the fire pot at it or whatever. That one was that one. Just I like, could not figure it out. So, um. I had to look that one up. The other ones, like, they're hard, but, like, not, like, there's a point where certain puzzles, like, it's not that they're hard. It's just, like, they're so tedious. Like, if you mess up one thing, you have to, like, do a bunch of backtracking and dumb shit like that. I'm like, ugh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Which, um, we can go straight into, like, that, too. So, this game adopts a Metroidvania-style progression and exploration, which means, um, did you like backtracking the planets and finding different items, abilities, and sometimes new enemies, which like it forces you to backtrack. Like you don't have an option. Um, So I like backtracking to old planets, but the backtracking mid level is, I think the worst thing about this game. Mm. Like you get all the way. So like when you first go to Kashyyyk, you finish, you go all the way through uh, this like imperial complex or whatever and then you you know you end up like a fucking brisk three hour walk away from your ship you know what i mean like yeah. you're far as fuck and there's no you have to backtrack and there's no like waypoint system that allows you to like it doesn't guide you on a path you just kind of have to guess like where you go or remember where you came from like but the levels are like they're so intricately designed it's hard to remember exactly the path you went yeah so like i hate the mid-level backtracking like you finish the mission you're like oh i'm done and it says go back to the ship you're like oh fuck <laughs> yeah there's no like there's no skyrim thing where like, you finish a dungeon there's like a, a shortcut to get out like really fast exactly yeah you can't just like which i was i kept looking for something like that and i was like why is this not here like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so that that's that's my least favorite thing about the game is that fucking the mid-level backtracking the overall backtracking where you have to like go back to a certain place because you've gotten a new item that allows you to get through a new door or something that's cool but like yeah yeah i like that too this game has a fuck ton of backtracking there's only five planets to go to so i was surprised like damn i have to go back to this planet again oh back to that planet oh gotta go back again yep 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 but I mean, it was more of like a, a nuisance, not like I don't like it. I was like, ah, gotta go back again. 
but the mid-level the mid-level really pissed me off too it's like oh my gosh bro i don't know my way back i have to just like yeah, walk around and find it back. especially dude on the the second planet um Oh. the rainy ass one not rainy it's oh. kind of rainy it's like it right gray here. and rocky gray and rock uh zepho i think that's it's the first Zepho. planet i think that's the first it's planet. the one where you meet the second sister the first time i think i think that's either bogano or zepho or elam you think it's talking about elam no not the snow one it's zepho zepho yeah. yeah okay yeah so that one um like with all those underground sections with the mines and shit like oh, oh my yeah. god like so... backtracking through that is like oh my god it's so confusing like because navigating underground in little caves is already hard enough so like ugh. Mm-hmm. for sure yeah i i understand <laughs> backtracking is um one, one of the um one of the setbacks this game has but what did you think of favorite and worst if you can remember bosses in the game um let's see well let's see um definitely well the hardest boss is absolutely second sister oh yeah yeah i won't say the true name just because it's kind of a spoiler oh yeah we um (laughs) i forgot to mention at the beginning of this episode um, we will be mentioning spoilers in this game yeah well, they're okay. If that's okay, that's been cleared now. So okay, yeah, it's been cleared. Uh, you don't want to spoil, then goodbye. Get the fuck out. Um, yeah, yeah. So when you when you kill Trilla, that's the hardest boss fight. The, the last one, right before Doth Beta shows up. Yeah, dude. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Um, Talk about that later. And it wasn't it wasn't that hard. Like there there have been Dark Souls bosses that have taken me over thirty tries. Like. I think Trilla took me like maybe ten. Yeah, that was the amount um, it took for me. That was that was fucking hard. Like it was hard, but it wasn't like so hard. Like I remember the second boss in Dark Souls three took me like thirty eight tries or something stupid like that. Oh, um, and it was just like it like I would I would try ten times and I would I would fucking quit for a whole week because like I was like I cannot do this anymore. Just like. <laughs> So God damn. Yeah. Um um did you you know on the first planet there's like that frog boss if you like find a way? Did you like that one's he's a hard fucker too? Yeah, because yeah, you're in like, the beginning of the game, Ogdo Bogdo, whatever yeah. his fucking name is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did I you know. end up beating him? Did you kill him? I I beat him later. Not at the very uh, I beat him like a third of the way through. So I, like I was the like very beginning. I was like, I'm not leaving this planet until this fucker is until dead. Bro. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> it was he's hard because yeah. you don't have like you don't really have much to equipment to kill this fucker until <laughs> until you get it. And like that's what the whole main purpose was, was like, nah, I'm doing this now. I don't right. care. Um definitely him sucks. Um that that fucking bat that, like that bat bird you fight like, on Dathomir which you're gonna see I actually fight him in the gameplay um really? he, um he was annoying I remember him being annoying at first but like I was like oh, I, I can get past it I think my favorite boss fight was um I think the ninth sister was pretty cool the one he faced on Kashyyyk okay yeah the the dinosaur 
lady. Yeah, that she that lady. Me of a dinosaur low key. Yeah. I, I remember doing it on the second try. And I was like, "Damn, I get fucked, bro." Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, I got her on the second try too. Cause her her third phase was just like so much. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. get it on the first try. Yeah. So that was cool. I'm trying to remember some other ones. Um, that bounty hunt, that like um, that Coliseum style, those bosses. That was such a weird. That was such a weird little side tangent in the story. Like I, I still don't really get that. Like, oh yeah, it was very weird. That um, was very weird. Yeah. So like, yeah, the robots. Um, what else? Fucking. I can't remember anything else. Other oh, bosses, like other big name. Oh, 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 the the Dark Jedi and Dathomir. Oh, the fucking, the old dude? Yeah, yeah. he's cool as shit. Yeah. And Malakos. Yeah, I like him. I think him he's and rad. the Ninth Sister are like the best boss fights in the game. Yeah, I think he, yeah, him and Second Sister are fucking oof, solid. Mm-hmm. Did the bosses feel different enough from each other? Because, I mean, we faced three, like, like uh, lightsaber wielders in the game, or, well, I don't even think you really faced you don't really face Darth Vader like you get kicked by his you get you get kick his ass you don't really face him yeah you get fucked up like bad yeah <laughs> so yeah. Um, um other than that yeah, they felt different enough like yeah they're all like sword people but like they're still cool mm-hmm. um yeah I think uh cause like they have different styles of sword fighting you know what I mean so like yeah yeah they um they all felt that i feel like it was like a, a, the same boss with a different name i thought they were all worthwhilely different and enjoyed everyone not enjoyed every one of them but like i enjoyed how different they were from each other right see um comparisons to dark souls like uh like games because of the you know how you go to the meditation circle to heal up and get your stim packs back but and then the enemies respawn. I was like, okay, I know this game. I don't know what kind of game this is going to be now. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of um, that? Well, it's it's very evidently like they're trying to like expand upon that style of game. Um, but um, I think like it's it's good to use a formula like we know that works well for like these types of like action adventure, like type of games that are like based on combat. Like it's a good formula. So like putting it to use for like different universes is always cool. I like that. Um, Like comparatively, like would I ever put this game like higher than a dark souls title like in this genre no mm-hmm. but um it like it does good like there's really bad souls like games and then there's like good ones and this is a good one so yeah okay yeah uh i like i like the strategic combat in this game like and in like Elden ring 2 and dark souls I mean, dark souls is fucking hard but like this game is like compared to dark souls this game is easy <laughs> I completely agree. Yes. <laughs> Even on the hardest difficulty, this game is easy compared to Dark Souls, what it is. Yeah. Um, how it did you like a... the how'd you like the uh, pseudo bonfires in this game? Do you like it? Um 
they're cool. I think they're a bit slow at points. Um, like the the interface kind of like it moves oddly slow. Like I don't know how to describe that. Like because I know it's not loading time. It's just like they made cool little smoky animations for like when you go into it or whatever. Yeah. And like it's just really slow, and it kind of like. You know, like if I just pass one and I'm not even in combat and I don't really need it and I'm just kind of going to use it as a checkpoint, mm-hmm. like I just hate like, you know, you have to go through the smoky mist and then like you have to yeah. click rest rather than like at a Dark Souls bonfire, you're automatically clicking rest just by resting at it in the first place. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Um, That's bit too. slow. Yeah. Could I mean, I don't faster. like that too. It could have been faster, yeah. and um, I guess they're trying to do, but yeah, they could have sped it up more because it's, it's definitely um slow. And like in the meditation circle, I mean, they introduced this after the game. They like patched it in. It's like medit, like the, the the practicing thing. Did you ever do that? Oh, the, yeah, meditation I did. No, training. I, I, I played around with the the battle grid thing. Yeah, you played that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that I thing is that. weird. Yeah. <laughs> You can like you can pit yourself against some really hard shit. Like you can like fight against like two Inquisitor cows like at the same time. Like that's fucking hard as hell. Like <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and then um, can you face Darth Vader in that? I never tried that. No, you can't. Yeah, hmm. the only dark, the only like dark Jedi you can fight is I think Inquisitor Cal, second sister, ninth sister, and uh. Heron Malakos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, in Dark Souls, they have the um, Estus flask, but in this, they have the stim containers or stim canisters. What do you think of that? And how like how like he like pops it from BD one and just injects himself with it? What do, you, do you like that? I think it's fun. I think it's fun because it involves the droid. Yeah. That's cute. Like, um, it it does get kind of annoying sometimes when. Like when you're in like a big fight and you're getting hit a lot and you just have to listen to Cal say, Here BD, here BD, help, help. You know, like <laughs> But he won't help. It's like anyone please. Like it doesn't sound like it sounds kinda weird, like like he wouldn't say that. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't sound like him. I don't know. It doesn't sound like normal. I was like, yeah, but he won't like help. Weird. Yeah. It's like yeah, something's baby. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> got me bro yeah. thanks dude yeah it's like kind of weird but I don't it's know funny. I like I like because I like the droid because the droid's fun and uh, I like their little bond together and I think putting the health system between the two of them is like a good addition to like further the bond and like make you feel that there's a use for the droid more than just it being there for story mm-hmm for sure. Um, what about the skill tree? Do you like the skill tree in this game? There were a lot of skills I found completely useless. Like I'll be honest. Like some of the some of the lightsaber combo skills, like I never used. Um, like the ones that were like a little bit too complex to think about, like in the middle of the fight, where it's like press X and then wait a slightly longer amount of time to press X again. Uh, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. And then 
and it and it does it unleashes like a move that's just like slightly better than the regular just pressing x quickly like <laughs> yeah so like um some of the skills are absolutely dog shit useless like why <laughs> and then uh most of them are cool like i like the four skills they're cool um the like the lightsaber throw is fun like that made me just think of force unleashed just fucking mm-hmm. whipping that thing around just all over the place like that's cool um and then like the uh some like the stem improving um skills like where it refills your force or it you know refills more of your health at a time or whatever uh, those are good yeah i didn't get that force one to like this this gameplay like today like oh my gosh, I wish like saved up for it way way before I played. So useful. Like that's the only way I would have beat that final boss. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even use that for the final boss. Like I was Damn. tough, bro. Yeah, I like strategically like, yeah. when to use my stim canisters and stuff. Like oh fuck, shit is hard. God damn, fucking hard. But yeah, I like some of them. I didn't. I just don't remember using. As much like the double, like how you can like split your blade up and just like use that as like a one attack. Like, you know, I use that a lot where you go into dual wield just for a second, like for one move. Really? You use that? Yeah. Where you LB and X? Yeah, LB and X. I use that, dude. I use that all the time. It's great crowd control. I love that move. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you use your double bladed lightsaber more? Like as Um, much as the for a single blade? Only, well, when the little tooltip comes up right after you get the double-bladed lightsaber and it says, like, double-bladed lightsaber is good for crowd control scenarios, that's really the only time I used it. If there was a lot of, like, really weak enemies in a big pile, like a group, yeah, then it was useful. Um, other than that, like, not really. Sometimes I would use it because it's, like, it looks cool. But also, like, when you're using the double-blade, it does less damage. So, yeah yeah i yeah. don't like that there's like way it. less damage like a third maybe like wow it's kind of like i don't know if that's the right number but it felt like a third it felt kind of shitty to use <laughs> it felt shit yeah I it looks cool but it. like yeah it looks cool but it's like okay like fucking yeah do damage please in no <laughs> boss fight did i use a double bladed lightsaber i feel yeah there's you just can't Mm-mm. You need that damage, like you need it now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Any last things to say on the gameplay before we uh, move on to talk about like the plot and the characters and the setting? Say it one more time. Uh, is there anything you have any last words on the gameplay before we move on? Oh. Um. No, I think it's uh very well rounded. There's a couple of like a little bit of annoying things, but like it's great. Okay. Yeah, gameplay was solid. Definitely a one of the main things I liked about this game. I mean, it's a Star Wars game, so I'm instantly gonna check out anything that's Star Wars. But like this game, top tier among them. I definitely say like eight out of ten on the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Me like nine out of ten to be honest. But like this, this is good. This is great. The let's talk about the plot now. This is heavy spoiler territory. What did you did go. you like it? Um, it's, <laughs> I really like it because it, it came out in the Disney era, but it doesn't feel like a Disney Star Wars 
thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so that was cool. Like it feels a little Disney, but like not that bad. Like um it feels closer to like the Obi-Wan show than it does like the the sequels. Like the sequels are like make me want to cry. <laughs> and then like the Obi-Wan show like is like pretty good. Like it feels like a <clears throat> like a happy medium between Golden Age George Lucas and trash can burning hellfire Disney. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. Um I I like it for that reason. Like it retains some of its edge um like the old movies had, but it's not like um yeah. So mm-hmm. I love this this guy this this story. Um the ending ah, so much but we can get there. But, yeah, the ending's a little yeah, okay. Yeah. But overall, I mean the game story is really good. Um, because it takes place like five years after Revenge of the Sith. So like or sixty six uh story is like really interesting to me because like these they're in they're in hiding, you know, like they, they gotta do anything to survive, you know, they can't they can't anybody, you know. I I thought I think that's so cool because only because it's like tied to their prequel story. Mm-hmm. a little bit and that like it's just a great setting for star wars it's it's been explored a lot like maybe someone might say like too much you know like, let's move on like something new because like because uh, my questions for like the future of like cal is like what what happens to him because like we don't see him in exactly. we don't see him in the sequel movies and those are canon like mm-hmm. where, where does he go he's not he's not integral to the story but he's still there Right, he'd have to be involved in the in the original trilogy somehow, um, but he we don't know if he is. I know that there are, I believe there are books about him in the the Legends canon, like the extended universe. Cal um, Kestis, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not so. whole books. I don't think there's see. any mention because he's like a brand new character. Let's see. But while he's looking that up, um, yeah, I I don't. What, what where does this character go? Yeah. He yeah. There's nothing else. Yeah, there. I mean, there's gonna be a book that tells the events between this game and the next one. It's like I Loki might read that because that means it's because when cause since this game takes place five years after Revenge of the Sith. That means mm-hmm. the next game, which I saw, uh, it's confirmed that like the sequel takes place five years after the first game. So, does that mean that those the events in the next game will lead up to a new hope? Because how how many years? How many years between so, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope? So, like well, so the way they date things in in Star Wars, like lore is they use it's kind of like real world they use like a b a d and b c except they use uh a b y and b b y so b b y being before battle of yavin and then a b y is after battle of yavin yeah and battle of yavin is the um that's the destruction of the first death star right yep that's episode four the first star wars movie ever so um Cal is running around in let's see 
Um, what year would this be? I think episode three is like 19 years before Battle of Yavin. Let's see. Let's go. I'm on the, on the Star Wars wiki. The wiki. The Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, Jedi Fallen Order. It takes place in. Oh, I'm struggling. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll help you out here. So let's see. Um, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge uh, of the Sith takes place in. 19 B. There you go. 19. 19. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. So that means this BBY. is 14. This is 14 years before A New Hope. Yeah, and then nine. So then the, the sequel will be nine years before A New Hope. So we, years we won't probably won't be seeing much of Han Solo, much of Princess Leia during this time at all. And so like, there's there's a huge gap of years. Like, what the hell does he do? Yeah. Where does he go? Is this when is this when Han is an Imperial Starfighter pilot still? Um, because yeah, you saw the Solo movie. I mean, he was only that for like a year or something. Like he wasn't okay. he wasn't very long. So hmm. yeah, w okay. Before we get into like that much more, uh, what were the story's pros and cons in your opinion? Pros. Let's see. Um, it follows a. It follows an arc to, somewhat of a completion. So like, Cal's story is kind of like left in limbo. Like we don't know what's going to happen. But the story, in terms of like what happened in this one piece of media, is is over. Like, we destroy the holocron so vader can't go around kidnap all the little kids everywhere yeah and second sister is dead which solves seer's arc and cal's arc is solved because seer's arc is solved and um yeah so it like goes from beginning to end um which is something that like the sequels don't really do like they just kind of like there's no like progression like just random shit keeps happening like i don't know yeah like, there's so that's what i said there's that's a what set. i mean earlier when i said like yeah that's what i said earlier when like this is not fully like disney like garbage mm -hmm. <laughs> so um so that's good like it has a it has a beginning a middle and an end which yes. is important and um, um even though, like the original trilogy, they had there was three separate directors for each of those movies. But, it still worked, and it still worked <laughs> because they followed exactly. George Lucas. They followed a plan, like because George Lucas was like the executive producer, so like they were telling him like, "Hey, like he wrote like he wrote the script for Star Wars, and like and they went based off of that." And it feels like yeah. the sequels didn't go off of. A generalized three film script they went off of like each other each of their own like okay what can we do in this film and then like oh how do we end this it's like yeah it's like seven is a remake of four eight is like what the fuck and then nine is just like 
reusing yeah. old old shit. Like what the fuck? Like, it's like shit. We gotta wrap this up. Yeah, we gotta. Well, we gotta get this one over with. Like, what's the easiest way we can end this? Like, oh, Palpatine has returned. How? <laughs> like what? He's returned. How? He's yeah, returned. No. Explain. No. <laughs> no, he's just back. I'm like, oh my god, bro. There's like yeah. so many other. Even when the fucking when the fucking yellow words roll at the beginning of the movie, in the first sentence, it's like. <laughs> The voice of Palpatine echoes through the galaxy. What? <laughs> like, I was like, what this the makes fuck, no bro? fucking sense. Oh, God. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So it has a beginning, a middle, and end. What else? Um, it shows backstory, and I actually have a connection to the characters. Like, I care about Seer. I care about Cal. I care about the fucking the pilot guy. I can't remember his name. Grease. That's his name. Yeah, because their their backstories are hashed out and they they are real and like relatable. Like Grease is a former gambling alcoholic ad- addict man, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like Seer picks him up and he is given new purpose in life, helping others, which is that's a great character arc. Seer is a um is a broken woman trying to do better by her wrongdoings in the past even though it wasn't really a wrongdoing it was more of like a forced position and she's guilty about it and she's trying to resolve it and her arc is complete and cal is you know he was trained by his master and his master dies and you know he does right by his master by you know, re-engaging himself with the Force fully and understanding his place in the world about rebuilding the Jedi Order, and he makes progress with it. And yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was great. I mean, those I, are my those are my pros. Those are good pros, and I share the same pros. It's 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 a good beginning, middle, and end. You know, like yeah. the stuff that happens, the ups and the downs. You know, like okay, he has he has a lot of the, and I I remember. I was, I was playing it back today and how like he goes to get his like kyber crystal because he like on Dathomir he, like he fi- he finds the tomb and it's like it's like a it's like a dark force dark side you know vision that he has you know like his master's like berating the shit out of him. I was like dude you suck fuck you and like, it's no. like the it's like the dark side hole on Dagobah in episode yeah. five yes and it's like Luke and- goes in there and he's like getting all fucking flustered yeah yeah he experiences a low you know he um it's like i can't do this but then like yep. like he bounces back up because you know his bond he bought the bond he built with his his robot friend bd1 is like it's like you're right i can't like there's still a chance i can do this let's not give up and yep. i was like yes like, yep. it made me feel good yeah, dude yeah i cannot lie when uh in that scene when um Master Cordova comes on the yeah the hologram and he says that quote where he says Pope is always there for those who continue to try or whatever. To I still shed fight. a tear. Yeah. I shed a tear. That was an emotional line. Um and like if a game can like make me have that reaction, like that's that's good story. Like that's they did it they did a good job. They did a good job. So, yeah. They did a great job. I was like yeah. I, I don't remember if I did the first time hearing that, but like seeing that again, I was like, like damn, like this, 
this this makes me feel good you know like this is this is emotional i like it did you have any um favorite characters besides you know our main character actually was he your favorite um well let's see i think hmm I think Cal's my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. Cal's my favorite character. Um, I think Steer grew on me a lot. I didn't really figure her out until like later, which is, you know, like that means they actually developed her, which is good. Yeah. Um, I hated Grease when I first started playing. I was like, this guy is so annoying. Like, (laughs) 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 Um, but when I learned once again, when they developed him and gave me a reason to like him, I started to like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of key for character creation. Like you have to develop them and give them a, give the audience a reason to care. So, um, yeah, Cal, Cal's probably my favorite character. Um, either that or, well, like, hold on, let me backtrack. Cal is either Cal's my favorite from like, being the most fleshed out like from a story standpoint in terms of like coolness definitely the um the fucking dathomirian uh marin night sister marin is her name that uh like the night sister yeah. which like the leader yeah she's fucking cool as hell like um i also think uh malakos is cool um but I think, yeah, so, like, in terms of, like, a story-based character, Cal's the best. In terms of, like, cool factor, Marin and Marin and Terran. <laughs> Marin and Terran. Yeah, they're fucking sick. Like, Terran is sick. Like, he, like, he's shirtless, got all these cool-ass scars, and he's, he's you know, he fights double-bladed like Ahsoka, and, like... Yeah, dude, yeah, like... <laughs> he's cool as fuck. Hey, when he reveals, like, himself, like, from the hood, I was like, yo, this guy looks badass. Yeah, he's rad as fuck. Like he like he's like totally like old Ben energy when you first meet him. Like he's yeah. like this bumbling old dude. Like you're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and then it, you know, by the time you actually get you know get down with it, he's like crazy. Like he's fucking yeah yeah sick. he's corrupted. Yeah yeah. So and then uh, Marin's so cool because like you know she kind of plays like a, you know, she was kind of like a indigenous type parallel. Like Mm -hmm. her people were destroyed by a lying invader type being Taron Malakos promising them all this stuff. If he, if he could learn their, uh, Dathomir night sister magic to get access to the dark side and whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I like her because, like, her her motivations are all, like, personal because, like, they fucked with her her fam, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good. Cool. I like Grease. He's fucking hilarious. He is funny. He has a couple, like, when it's, like, they're having, like, Sierra and Cal having, like, an argument. And he, like, pops in with, like, some awkward, dumb joke. I'm like... Anybody but Grease. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was stupid. Dude, like... Speaking speaking of Grease dialogue, I just remembered. There's so um right after you pick up Marin on the ship to like mm-hmm. join you, um Grease is like, Oh, I'm cooking steaks, like hope everyone's hungry, and then like 
he just gets ignored and he's like, I guess nobody wants any steak then. <laughs> like, he's all like, upset. And then he walks back to the pilot chair and then Marin's like, I, I take my steak rare or something she, in her fucking Russian yeah. accent. Yeah. And I think oh, she's, I think she's so fucking badass. Like, I love her. She's so cool. Yeah. Bro. And then Grease is funny as hell. Yeah. I hope like, um, in the, in the, in the sequel, like maybe, maybe like, We'll play as a Marin, you know, that'd be fucking cool. Imagine, well, like, those dude, powers, bro. Fucking dark side, or, like, yeah, that's, like, like dark witch magic. sorcery. Yeah, it's, like, because it, it, it is, is there, they are using the Force, but it's, like, a different way. Yeah, like, it's, a, so cool. it's, like, it's, yeah. like, the Force and their, their magic, cultural magic, cultural, yeah. like, witch magic, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, playing as her would be sick as fuck. That would be so rad. Yeah. So, um, we're going to talk about the ending of this game now, where after you defeat the second sister, the whole, the main villain, the whole game, fucking Darth Vader comes out oh, yeah. in the most badass way possible, bro, and just wrecks your shit like he should, bro. Yeah. He just came off of having his wife die, his master that like who was his best friend fucking cut off his legs and arms like this dude is filled with hate and it shows in that scene like he fucking hates everything and his powers reflect that so like i think yeah i think that that cut scene is like one of the best displays of the the power of the dark side like yes okay like yeah i like, think like like original trilogy darth vader like he's kind of slow like it's because of the times like they didn't really have the yeah the, and the tools to make him like what he's supposed to be and so like yeah. most of what we see with vader is kind of disappointing in the movies at least comparatively like what we what we know of his power is like drastically different um and this really shows like what he is like he's he's immense like yeah and you also like have to remember like it's it's almost it's like nearly 20 years like after the events of revenge of the sith so like he spent 20 years in that mechanical body and like slowly it's failing him because it's a mechanical body yeah you know like it's he's not and, all there dude, there's so many cool like not canon but in legends it's kind of canon like le- i consider legends more canon than fucking disney at this point yeah a lot of people share um, that yeah because it's like fleshes out the story in a cool way but like um if you go by legends canon uh vader's suit when the emperor made it he he used old technology that like wasn't up to date mm-hmm. and uh it just to make him be in more pain so yes. he could be angrier and like use his hate more and like um he made his boots too heavy so it would be hard for him to walk and like just make him just suffer inside of his new like frame just to make him hate more like okay. oh my i think anakin is anakin is the coolest character in any fiction i think i can ever i can ever think of like yeah holy shit <laughs> his, his story is so like depressing bro like it's so yeah. good 
and he's so edgy and that's why i love hayden christensen so much because he's so edgy and it's like (laughs) he does it so well Mm -hmm. like with his like really like low low down like wispy voice when he delivers his dialogue he's like you know like everyone makes fun of the i hate sand but like the way he speaks like when he's saying that like it just serves the character so well yeah okay. he's just so like somber and like yeah i think it's cool yeah he he played it like good people just didn't like how it was like written like i, I feel like he yeah. played it great and so yeah. like like and like eddie said before like in the ending uh, the holocron they were searching the whole game for that like they they're gonna they were gonna use to rebuild the whole jedi order and like seeing how vader just kicked his fucking ass he's like dude imagine if he gets his hands on them exactly he's like fuck yeah. it i'm destroying it you know like no one's ever gonna it's like where do they go now what's his what's his goal after this you know and i think yeah. i'm gonna like buy that book that like tells the story of between uh, this game and the next one because I'm interested. Like it, it's got me hooked. Like what happens? And this is Star Wars canon. Like will we see him in a TV show? Who knows? Wonder. Yeah. Because like he's, he's 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 invo- he's around. Yeah. Because we do know that between Revenge of the Sith and the New Hope, the New Hope, a New Hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. We know that Vader mostly spent his time either um, hunting and assassinating Jedi, tracking down little babies, or trying to find the secrets of reversing Padme's death. Yeah. So in relation to Cal, obviously, Vader's motivation is kill. And um, now that the holocron is gone... I sent I you know I I want to infer that maybe in the new game we might see more Vader in the in the next one, which I think would be really cool. Interesting. You think um, he's going to go out and uh, try and like stop him? Try to kill Cal. Mm-hmm. Um, you think he? You think Cal gets involved with the Rebel Alliance at all? Because we saw um, we saw in Kashyyyk he was with um, Saw Guerrera. That's true. Yeah. Um. Well, I kind of like that Cal is kind of vigilante vibes. Like, he's in a small team. No, he's not a vigilante. It's not like he fights for yeah what he thinks is right. He fights for what the Order believed. Um, But, like, I like I like that he's not really part of, like, a big movement. He's just with Seer and Grease. Like, he's just, yeah. like, a little team. And uh, Marin as well. Um. I like the small team vibe. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want Cal to just become like Luke too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like Luke is way like more essential to the series and like way more powerful, but like, um, like Luke is connected to the rebels cause he's like the grand general or whatever. Like Cal's, yeah. Cal, I don't see Cal as like a grand general of the rebel army. Like that doesn't fit him. Like, yeah, he seems more of like an adventurer, like small, small team kind of vibe guy. Indiana Jones vibes. Yeah, like just you know him and a few dudes like doing a bunch of cool shit. Yeah, yeah, I definitely see that, and um, yeah, I hope hope the next game continues that. Like, I I hope the exploration um thing they have in this game like carries on to the next one, but like they improve it further. 
because that this yeah. really is his character. Yeah, he's yeah he's definitely a very curious person. Curious, uh, like you know, obviously he's kind of just thrown in with this crew, like. And the motivation is, you know, behind what they're doing is really what Seer wants because it's what she is aware of yeah. based on, you know, her findings. But, like, Cal comes along because he sees it as, like, something that fits his morals. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. For sure. So, um, anything to say about the story before we move on to, like, uh, talking about the characters, planets, and stuff like that? Let's see. Would you yeah. recommend this story? If you, oh, yeah. Based on this the story alone, would you recommend playing this game? Yeah, I think so. 100%. Yeah. And um, if nobody has like, ever seen Star Wars and they just played this, do you think they would get it? Do you think, like, does the mm. knowledge of seeing Revenge of the Sith and, like, the prequel story, the prequel movies, does it help? Or is it, you like, kinda... required? your opinion you have to understand the motivations of the empire to understand this game because at this point the empire is mostly focused on building their influence killing the last of the jedi and um, tracking down new force sensitives to recruit so you kind of have to understand if you don't understand those three motivations then you probably wouldn't understand the game yeah yeah, um, there's a lot of Star Wars lore, and jumping into it is very, it's a big task, you know, because, like, there's a bunch of media that you need to, like, watch mm-hmm. to understand, like, further things. And so, self-contained stories um, do better than, like, helping new people get in. But, like, this one, a lot of stuff is, what I wouldn't say required, but, like, to know it improves your experience with the story. So, before, let's, let's talk about the settings and the characters before we like wrap it up. That way. Oh, did we lose Eddie? Um, hold on. I don't think. Oh, he's flickering. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, now. Is it my laptop, Michael? I'm trying to get my headset to work. Okay. While he's trying to do that, um, so like we said before, this day, this game takes place five years after uh, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. There we go. Welcome back. Hello. Okay, we got it. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Here we go. Yeah. Um. Basically, all I was saying was like, um. Watch like this game, you know, watching the the movies and like watching at least like the, the Clone Wars TV series is, I would say, like not required, but like heavily like recommended because it improves the experience of this story. Yeah, you kind of get it more like you know, knowing little things like what is a holocron, like what you know. You know, like why why were things okay before? Yeah. Um. The, all the guys in the white armor started to kill everybody. Like, what happened? Like, you know. Yeah. So just understanding a little bit of the motivation, or like what happened before, 
is I think important. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Um. So five years after Vengeance Assist, like we said, settings and characters. Um, I just listed all these characters. Uh, just like if you wanted to mention something, if you liked them, didn't like them. These are like the main ones we see in some side ones. So, uh, Cal Kestis. I he's a great character. Can't wait to see more about him in the book and in the new game. Yes. Um, I think Cal is a great developed character. He's a like good he's a good example of like what a young Jedi is. Like he's he's not like all powerful, he's not all wise, but he is like good and he wants to do good and he wants to help. Yeah. And he seems like a kind person, which is cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What do you think about second sister, Inquisitor? Um, intimidating, interesting, cool. Um, sometimes like I've noticed like in the newer Star Wars, you know, like as the Inquisitors were introduced into the Star Wars TV shows and the movies, some of them are like, they're not that scary. Like, um, they're, they're, they're written to be so scary that it's kind of cheesy. Um, Mm -hmm. second sister is, is not cheesy. Like she's cool and scary like she's hateful and she has motivation see that's that's i keep saying that like all these characters are developed there's only one game and none of these characters have existed before so like they did that development so well like Mm -hmm. second sister is intimidating and, and cool like that's awesome yeah, and you know, by the end, she's like redeems herself. She's like, "I'm sorry," but like, I don't like how like yeah. they killed her off. I feel like she could have yeah, been a better character. <laughs> I that was kind of forced. I was like, or they could have given her like a cool death. Like Vader just kind of slashes her, and she just fucking drops on the floor. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. You know? like, I was like, ah, oh, she could have been such a cool character that we could have, you know, her bond with Seer could have been, you know. A good, a good side story in the new game, but like, yeah, too bad I would have liked to have seen Seer and uh, Trilla. Trilla is second sister's real name. Yeah, Seer and Trilla fight Vader together while Cal runs with the with the holocron. I think yeah. that would have been really cool. That would have like, been pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, like they're fighting him together and like as like you know master and padawan and, and cows running away and like that would have been fucking awesome like yeah like that would have mm-hmm. been cool um what you said about sex sister is absolutely true like her motivation like throughout the whole game stop you and then like but peace like she like slowly will like see like she like keeps denying like, like no you're wrong you know like my master left me the jedi are terrible people you know but like towards the end she's like i get it but then she gets fucking cut down so like the minute she realizes everything's gonna be okay she just gets fucking chopped yeah she's dead (laughs) so um what do you think about the ninth sister the big the Um, horn lady yeah this one is kind of more on the end of like she's written to be scary but she's just kind of (laughs) corny but like She's not that scary. I think it's mostly because the alien race that the voice is in looks really doofy and like 
like really big and bumbling and kind of silly. Like that's my problem with Night Sister. Like, yeah, she's supposed to be intimidating, but she's not. <laughs> she's just kind of lame. Yeah, like, it's a little more could have been done with her, but she um, she's like she's like oh, for the for the Empire, you know, like that's like her personality, pretty much. Yeah. She's like. Yeah, she's more like a foot soldier than a character. Like, she doesn't have much development. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no backstory for the ninth sister. Like, maybe yeah. there is in the in the notes or like the you know the the yeah the you lore know system of the game. But... She is actually in the comics. She's in some of the oh, okay. official canon comics. Now that I remember, so yeah. like, there's there's some stuff about her if you're interested. Right. I think she's cool. Like, but like in this game, you really don't know anything about it. Yeah, which is my issue. Like, while you know they could have just rehashed what's been written in comics before, like they can do that. Like, yeah, just you know, kind of dump it in there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Grease, great character. Neat, like he's he's so fun. He's great. He's funny. That not doesn't overstay his welcome in the game story and stuff. So, great lines yeah. too. He has good lines. Yeah. He's he's there just enough, and just enough is not very much. Which yeah, he doesn't need to be a main character. He needs to be there for you know just a little bit to kind of make you smile or like bring the team together in like a little family moment or whatever. Like that's what he's there for, and he does that good. Yeah, for sure. And once again, he has a good backstory. He used to be a gambling addict, alcoholic, and then he was contracted by Seer to help her out now he has purpose in life helping others which i think is really cool mm-hmm. amazing um good good transition seer former yes. jedi master lost her padawan find finds out she turns into an inquisitor fucking unleashes like a rage like ta- she, she even tells cal like i tapped into the dark side you know like she's, she's vulnerable in this game and that's what i like about it like like i want to I want to make I want to make my wrongs right again. Right. Yeah. I think Seer is actually super cool. Um she um I don't know what her lightsaber color is. I think it's blue it's, or green. If it, it I feel like green would like I dude I've done so much research into like stupid little star wars facts in the last like few months like it's yeah getting out of hand like um <laughs> she fits like a very like green lightsaber vibe to me like she's kind of she seemed like more of like a intelligent like like most of the most of like the battle jedi would wear blue like that's why obi-wan and anakin like clone war generals would run around with blue um, yeah and then the green ones, like, you know, when you think of green, you get Yoda and Qui-Gon. They're more, like, spiritual and, you know, like, archive like, reading books and shit, like... They have their own um, sense of, like, justice, yeah. as you can see. Because, like, that's what I think, like, yeah. Luke, um, like, when, they're make, when they make their own lightsaber, because, like, Anakin and, like, and Attack of the Clones picks up some, like, random... Some from random Joe's green lightsaber, and that's what he uses, but, like, Luke... Qui Gon, like they built their lightsaber and it, it came out yep. green, and so like that's that means something. And those characters have, you know, like they they don't follow an order, you know, like they ha- have their own sense of justice. They're their own, they're their own person, you know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 
which I like her. I like her in that role because, you know, like, and she's, she's a much more human character because she, she has faults and she taps into the dark side and she gives into her hatred and all this stuff. And she hurts people because of it. And that, that makes her so human. And that's why I like, that's why I like Anakin so much more than I would ever like Luke because Luke is like too good all the time. You know, Mm -hmm. Anakin is like, he has human qualities to him. Like eventually it's hard to relate to Anakin because he turns into an absolute monster. But like, yeah, um, I'd say like up until, um, Mace window get Mace window, (laughs) Mace window gets thrown out of the window. Um, Anakin is like a relatable character. Like he is, you know, he has faults and he does bad things, but he Mm -hmm. also does good things. And like, he's, torn and he has issues and you know that's why i like seer so much because she is torn and she gives in to her her you know bad thoughts and she she loses herself in that and she she's afraid of doing it again so she closes herself off from the force for years and years until she absolutely needs to bring it back again in this game which i think is super cool yeah really really good character and story yeah confirm she does have a green blade i was right Okay, yeah, cool. Because that's what I thought. Like, that's what her character is like most likely to have like, a green blade. Yeah, she gives that vibe. Yeah. Um, BD one. What do you think of BD one? Cute robot. I love him. Yeah, cute as fuck. Um, I like him better than BB eight. Um, but not as much as R two D two. Yeah, like R two D two like has that person has that, the best yeah. personality of a robot. In yeah, Star Wars, I think yeah, like for like droid companion tier list, like R two is definitely like the best, and then BD one number two, um, C three PO, C three PO probably tied at number two. Yeah, yeah, um, and then you get like BB eight, and I don't know who else. I'm trying to think of other ones. Those are like the big ones. Yeah, yeah, those those are big ones, and um, yeah. Like BB-8's not bad, but like he's just missing something. Yeah, it doesn't so. help. He's in those movies, but yeah, d- d- no, no, nothing helps being in the sequels. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> um, Eno Cordova, the hologram that is inside BD-1 that you unlock slowly throughout the game because your bond with BD-1 grows, and so like it was, it was um. Or Cal, you know, Cordova was BD1's, you know, like, companion. And so his his arc was like, he's like, doesn't like the Jedi Order, like, doesn't like how the rules, like, sort of like a Qui-Gon type, is what I think of this character, and how he, like, doesn't care about, like, uh, like the rules and, like, how you we need to follow everything the Order says, he goes off on his own and like does reach to like his own research and stuff. And what did you think about him? Um, well, he's he's almost a perfect parallel to Qui Gon because Qui Gon's exactly the same. Yeah. Um, he's a little bit despondent of the order. He's more interested in ancient prophecies and books and old ruins and stuff like that than he is interested in like modern Jedi stuff. Um, so I like him for being a parallel to Qui-Gon and I like seeing so like we have Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is 
Qui-Gon's Padawan. Obi-Wan doesn't really like Qui-Gon that much because Obi-Wan's very orderly, um, highly sophisticated, likes to follow the rules, and Qui-Gon's the complete fucking opposite. So, like, their relationship is kind of tattered and a little bit, like, volatile. Yeah. But I like... I like Cordova because he has a Padawan that has a very similar personality and then they go on adventures together. So with him and Seer, um, you get the, you get to kind of see like what it would be like if Obi-Wan was more similar to Qui-Gon and they were like down with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, I like that. For sure. You know, is um, a cool character and um, I don't know how it seems like, before, you know that scene where like Cal finds his kyber crystal and then like last last hologram plays or whatever. It seems like that was a while ago because he's like, I feel the Jedi Order falling, you know. Yeah. So like this robot was probably like just around for like years, probably. Right. Yeah. Let's um let's talk about Saw Guerrera, Rebel Alliance leader. Um, he's like a. It's like one of those guerrilla tactic kind of people. He's like, um, if you've seen, if you've seen, have you seen the Clone Wars, right? The TV show. Yeah, I've seen like half half of it. <clears throat> in that, in that, and in like Rogue One, like wherever you see Sagarera, he's like this um military guerrilla tactics guy who like doesn't care what it takes to get the job done. Like just hates okay the Imperials and and you know sure. the um droids and stuff so like he'll he'll do what it takes like any sacrifice is worth it if it hurts the empire slash the um conf- what is it what, what what's the other faction called i thought it said the confederacy to be honest the separatists the separatists not the confederacy <laughs> the confederacy yeah <laughs> robert e lee and the separatists <laughs> they're a big connection oh man that's funny we don't interact with him a whole lot, but like on Kashyyyk, he's like a pretty main thing helping Cal um, get to this tomb, whatever. Yeah. What do you think of him? Um, I think this is the only character I wish wasn't in this game. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, he's just like... I, this was like early in the game, so I don't remember it that well. I just remember like... He seems like so arrogant, like really macho, like... I don't know, just like the the that type of personality just rubs me the wrong way. Like hyper macho, arrogant type people. Like yeah. So that I guess that's more of a personal opinion of mine, like a bias. But like, yeah, I just I just thought he was kind of annoying. Like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. He um he has his moments, but like, saw as a specific character who um. Who has who has those qualities? Like it's like ah, you need to have that one military leader who like doesn't give a fuck and like just whatever. It's true, yeah. Like he fits like the kind of like the the Iron Skull war hero type guy. Like yeah, that, that it's him. Yeah, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so not much to say about him. Marin, the night sister we meet on Dathomir. Her character is really cool. Uh, you you absolutely love it. Tell me more. Oh yeah, dude, Marin's fucking awesome as hell. Like, um, her motivation's really cool because you know she was led to believe by uh, Malakos that 
um, her people would be saved and protected by, you know, all this stuff. Um, if she would feed him their secrets of their dark magic and she did, but he ended up using it for his own power and it killed all the, all the other night sisters and she's the last one. And she kind of has like a revenge kind of tortured vibe to her. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Like, cause she has nothing left to go back to. Like all of her family is like undead, like cannon fodder at this point. Like, um, all of the other night sisters are just like zombies because of what Malakos did. And, um, Marin's very like intimidating and kind of mysterious. And her magic is very visually appealing, like with the green and shit like that. It looks really cool. Um, and it kind of shows like a different way of using the dark side. That's not so like horrifically evil. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Marin's awesome. And, like, you know, connecting Marin to, obviously, Dathomir is where Darth Maul is from. So mm-hmm. um, this gives you a little more insight into, like, Darth Maul's cultural roots. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. this is, like, the culture and the the vibe that he was surrounded with in a religious context when he was growing up on Dathomir. Yeah, and um, we... He's still alive around this point and in the sequel. So, like, that's another character we may or may not see. You know, that'd Sweet. be a huge surprise. I don't know if it's really necessary that we need to see Darth Maul, but whatever happens in this, cool. whatever happens in that story, there's <laughs> whatever happens. Yeah, Marin, Marin is sick. Um, do you think she could be like a love interest for Cal in the next game? Um, I hope so because, like, um, kind of like, okay, one of the redeeming qualities at the very end of the sequels is when it literally, it happens for two seconds and then it fucking ends. Mm-hmm. Um, when, uh, Ren and Ray like make out, like they're so opposite. Like I like super opposite romance. I think that's funny. Yeah. Like, like, a, like a really, like a really like light side guy like Cal. Like Cal's like a really good, kind hearted, like mm-hmm. good dude. And like Marin's like this kind of like tortured, like dark, you know, like if it's like she's really different. Like I think that would be really cool. Like love story thing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I hope that happens. Um, maybe maybe we'll read about the book. I don't know. I'll let you know what the book is about uh, if you're not gonna read it. I found the um uh, I found the 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 page on the wiki about the book. It comes out on March seventh. Fuck. Really? It's called yeah, it's called Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars. Fuck. So that means the game must come out like shit. April or something, or maybe it comes out before then. Uh, I don't know. See around that time, dude. Twenty twenty three is stacked. That's another. We'll talk about that for like the next our next episode. Literally, to be yeah, um, yeah. It doesn't say when. I thought I was going to read that pretty soon. Um, Aaron Malakos, Dark Jedi. He is really he's he's he looks badass, and his character story like he's a not an inquisitor turned you know dark jedi but he's just like a jedi who like 
was corrupted by the dark side of the force, which is it's all over Dathomir. I mean, just look how desolate that place is. It just yeah. radiates dark side energy, and like he felt susceptible to it because he had to do what he needed to survive. And yeah. being a leader among the Night Brothers is what he had to do. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah because like he well first of all like visually he's really cool like he's intimidating and like he's mysterious because like i said earlier he he's like he gives like hella old ben vibes like when he's in the robe and he's like yeah hello there you know like yeah he's like don't go fucking, like creeping around on the stairwell like <laughs> like yeah like, who the fuck is this like so like um, and then he disappears for like an hour of gameplay and then he comes back and he's like this fucking monster. He's like super bad at like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I like, I like how that kind of flips on it, its head, but also like from a writing standpoint, like, um, he's like, he's like actually like a really bad guy. Like he like subjugated these indigenous people and like murdered this entire religious sect like sect of night sisters like mm -hmm. just for his own power like he's actually evil as fuck like and that's that's cool. yeah like, i mean it's a reflection of like on colonization yeah that it's exactly. happened in the world yeah, yeah. it's like because like the new sith in like the disney era like they're not that bad like they're not even they don't sith really... man like I don't, would you even consider yeah. them sith isn't that weird like they they're not even that bad like what has snoke even done like that's so bad like he hasn't done anything like you don't even know what he's done like and kylo ren you know like darth vader is a child murdering genocidal maniac like he's he's evil you know what yeah. i mean like and like Kylo Ren is just like an angry, angry little boy. Like he's like he's not even like a bad person. Like he just he's just angry. Like they don't feel like Sith, like dark lords that are out to kill and yeah. suffering everywhere in the whole universe. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. Like Malakos is like he's actually like he's actually evil like he wants to fucking hurt people and he use he hurts people to gain his own power mm -hmm. so yeah for sure uh let's talk about jaro to paul cal's former jedi master who we see in flashbacks and who tragically had to die in order 66 among many jedi um uh have you ever seen his uh race before in star wars eddie I thought I had, but I didn't know where. Star Wars Rebels is where you might have seen it, if you ever saw that TV show. I did not, but I know about it. Yeah, and there's, there's a character a, in there that's like that race. He's called the Lasat. Lasat, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's cool. I mean, his, his personality is, you know, like... What would you describe his personality as? He seems quite stoic. Um... He kind of reminds me more of like he's he's less of he's definitely not like an archive Jedi like he's not like a Qui-Gon type. Obviously he has the blue lightsaber um meaning he's a little bit more free-spirited um takes matters into his own hands. So I see him more like a Obi-Wan type personality. Yeah. He seems very by the book, but he also seems very like 
get shit done at the same time. So definitely like blue lightsaber vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this, there's these uh, animated shorts in the Clone Wars style on Disney Plus called like Star okay. Wars, like Path of the Jedi or something like that. And it tells the story of um, Count Dooku as a Jedi when he like he's falling oh. to the dark side, and to also like, yeah, dude. as a parallel, um, Sultana, you should yeah. watch it. Cause like th- yeah. that him, Jarl De Paul's like was giving me like Jedi Count Dooku vibes a little bit, you know. Really interesting. Okay, yeah, dude. Yeah, Dooku's an interesting character. He's yeah, he's very very cool. You definitely watch that if you like if you like Dooku, dude. He I'm like Dennis is. I want I want his. They should make a whole like movie or something. Not movie, but like flesh him out more. Right. Dooku's fucking cool. Yeah. You want to know something cool about uh, the the guy who played Dooku in the prequels? That the old British guy, yeah, Christopher Lee, Lord of the Rings. He he has the world record for most on screen sword fights. What <laughs> as an actor? So he's had he and that includes lightsaber fights. So like throughout his long ass acting career, he's had more on screen sword fights than anybody else. <laughs> what the fuck? That's so cool. Yeah. And I think he achieved that record after um, the uh, um, the Geonosis fight um, with Anakin, Obi Wan, and Yoda. Yeah. So yeah, but that's a fun little fact I learned about that guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. I was about to say like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, I know he's Saruman from like Lord of the Rings, but like I did not expect that. Yeah. No. Also, uh, the the um. The duel at the end of Revenge of the Sith is the longest, um, the longest sword fight in all of cinema. Really, it's a long fucking yeah. fight, bro. It is long. It's like twenty minutes or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like it cuts around, but like it's fucking long as shit. Like, hell yeah, yeah dude. Um, let's talk about. I don't know if you really remember. Like, it was listed as a side character, but Tarful. It helped you. Oh, well, the Wookiee guy. Yeah, it yeah. helped you on Wookiee. I mean, it helped you on Kashyyyk. He's like, you only meet him for like one minute. Like, he's talked about a lot. Like, he's built up a lot, but that's it. Like, yeah, I was like, ah, I don't really, really have an opinion. He's kind of like NPC vibe to me. Like, yeah, that's um, about it. Like, if he was like yeah. not a named character, I mean, it wouldn't make a difference to me, to be honest. Yeah. So, um. That's that's the like list of like the name or the, the meaningful characters in the story, but let's talk about the planets and then we can uh, start wrapping it up. Uh, Bogano, I think that's the first planet you visit ever. So, yes. what, what do you think of Bogano? Um, it it's kind of boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's the way it's drawn or the way they they programmed it or something. It just looks kind of like. It's like it pulls like kind of a like you know like when they test an engine like the you remember yes. like when Unreal Engine five was in like its testing phase yeah that's what it looks like, like mm, it looks like it's yeah. it looks like it's a beta level like it's not like done yeah yeah it's like you, you um, see a lot of nothingness up there it's kind of small it's a small yeah, planet the grass the grass is like kind of buggy and like I don't know. It's like, if it, it's it feels like a beta level. Like I'm not really sure. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, 
it's a good starter starter level to like introduce you to the game but Mm -hmm. um it's it's like paths and like it's level design could be better i thought it's it's good but that's all it is yeah Mm -hmm. um zepho the planet of puzzles in my opinion yes Hella puzzles. Hella yeah. puzzles, but uh, the the lore on Zepho is really interesting. This like ancient society, like that's gone. If you ever played um, Kotor, there's there's a similar people uh, that like I don't even know the name, but like it's similar to them somewhat, and like how like they have this big backstory lore and like essential to like the old uh, Republic days, you know, like bef- the prehistoric times of Star Wars, right. So, gotcha. Yeah, what do you think of Zepho? Uh, Zepho's cool. The only part I don't like is the the mines, like underground. Like they're really confusing to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kashyyyk is my favorite planet. I I just like Kashyyyk in general. The Vic Foresty vibes and home of the Wookies. That's fucking just dope. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love the the scene where you get carried by that bird in yes. Kashyyyk. Yes, oh, it's so cool. What a, that is awesome. Like, there's there's like few games where I'm like wowed by landscape. Like, first thing come to mind like Elden Ring, uh, Borderlands, Red Dead Two, like Red Dead Two. Um, yeah, like those three, like Bioshock, like. And the way they did Kashyyyk and this bird flight where you're like flying up over this big ass tree, it's like, oh man, that's really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Dathomir, the worst planet in this game. Um, yeah, it looks really fuck. cool yeah. like, visually, but like the enemies in this game and that planet really just yeah. they fight. The really fucking t- bow and arrow guys. Oh my oh, god. Oh god, they're pissing me off, bro. They're so bad. Yeah. Uh, Dathomir is super hard. Um, definitely has the coolest vibe. Like, it's really dark and kind of... It just looks like a big Doom level. Like It does. I was like, this. Is, am I playing yeah. Doom right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, it definitely harbors the coolest, like, little side character set with the Dathomirian witches. I think that's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. Enemies are hard as fuck, though, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Elam, the uh, planet where the ice planet where you get your lightsaber kyber crystal. What do you think? I think for even how short you're here, I think this one's my favorite. Interesting. Why? Um, Mostly because it's it's so like it's so story based. Like why you're there, and like the story is like really blown out, and it like you know when you're in the cave and Cal's like ready to give up, like. This like shows Cal's like perseverance and development as like turning away from like being a learner into like being like a seasoned like a seasoned Jedi. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's like he's like he knows not to give up. That's what I like. Yeah. yeah. And Elam, um, it's it's they do they do a couple episodes on the Clone Wars of Elam, and like this is yep. where the Jedi go to get their Kyber crystal. He talks about that in the game. He's like, yeah, uh, Jedi come here, like it, but like he doesn't like it. You notice that he's like, yeah, I, I just don't like being here. You know, bad like bad vibes. What he gets from yeah. here, it's like well, that's interesting. Yep. Like, what? Ha- why does he feel that way? 
I think it gives him bad vibes because it reminds him of when the Jedi were alive. <laughs> Yo, yeah. It just gives him that's that's what I thought from that dialogue. I was like, oh, he just he's sad because he has to remember like when everybody was still alive and like oh not, yeah, it's you know, depressing. Scattered yeah, across right. the world and hunted and or murdered or you know, mm-hmm. like he doesn't want to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not a happy memory anymore. So. Definitely not happy. No, <laughs> fuck depressing. There's there's one more planet technically to go to, but not really. And it's the um the the funniest name I've seen in the game for Fortress. like for an area is Fortress Inquisitorious. I was like, that's yeah. fucking stupid <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> is that the same one that's in the Obi Wan show? Yes, that is Fortress okay, Inquisitorious. Okay, I was wondering about that because it looks exactly the same. So I was like, this has to yeah, be the same it, thing. Yeah, it's the same. And like that's the first time I've yeah. seen it. I was like. I, was, I heard I heard the name I was like <laughs> stupid <Fucking> fortress inquisitoria <laughs> that's like that's like what a fourth grader would come up with for a name yeah, <laughs> yeah. what's the place where the inquisitors go fortress inquisitorious <laughs> I like did squirrelam fancyson come up with yeah, that name bro yeah seriously that's like <laughs> heavy squilliam energy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like that place. It's um, it looks like every other imperial location I've seen ever. So I mean, still cool, the vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I like really like heavy stormtrooper areas. Um, because it like it it just reminds me a lot of Force uh, Force Unleashed. Yeah, like being in the MP- in the imperial ships and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah let's um so like that's wrapped up like the main discussion i wanted to have about fallen order um probably some things we missed but i we don't want to be here for three hours plus talking about it yeah. uh, there's some bonus ones i wanted to discuss before we get out of here um the music in this game like every like star wars game it's like amazing like i just i just love star wars music it just sounds so mm-hmm. cool it's like a whole orchestra yeah um personally the music is kind of like it's not mid but it's like mid plus it's okay mid plus yeah it's yeah. like like b minus energy yeah okay yeah i thought the music was good they have some yeah it's, it's not really um they don't really deviate too much from like the movies and like other yeah. media but it has some good good pieces in there um the sequel is this a day one get for you um probably Mm, we can do i think so we can do something on that that'd be great yeah i really do yeah that's a that's a discussion for uh a next podcast on like what we're gonna fucking play for next year because like it's crazy it might like some executive decisions will be made next year yeah, dude, it's insane. Insane. Um, let's talk about uh, I mean, this gameplay you're seeing right now. I only have this armor on, and like the red lightsaber is because of New Game Plus, and we're like, beat the game once, you can go through it again. Um, obviously, you're gonna have to, you're not gonna get all of your powers back, but like some of the lightsaber combat that you learn, you still have. So like, my skill tree is like almost filled up because of New Game Plus, and I thought it was, it was a great, great way to, it got me back into the game. Cause like I got a red lightsaber now and I have a different suit 
Like this, this is cool. Yeah. I'm evil now. Like I'm, I'm evil bad, now. I'm going through the whole cow. game with red. Big bad cow. Bad cow. <laughs> yeah. Um. um what here's a question: When you when you had to repick your lightsaber color, yeah. You know, like when you what, what did you choose? Um. I wanted to say, I went with like purple or like since I had since I bought like the deluxe version of this game you were given like a yellow kind of orange orange one yeah i yeah. had the orange one i was like i want an orange one fuck it yeah what did you choose what was your lightsaber color throughout the game i used the oh well so first i looked up what what he is supposed to have like what's canon to the story yeah so he's supposed to use blue so i used blue um until you get the new crystal and then i used magenta which Ooh, is like pink. Okay. Um, That's I've never seen like a pink lightsaber before. It's crazy. It was cool looking. Cause like so like in my my study of more mm-hmm. <laughs> Star Wars lore, from what I remember, I think magenta is like it represents like you know, because it's close to red. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like just like how purple is close to red, and the whole reason purple is like the whole reason Mace Windu is like uses purple is because he can tap into the dark side and like control it. And that's why he's so powerful or whatever. Um, but like magenta has like a kind of a similar narrative behind it where it's like, um, it's highly like it's a passionate color. So like, like the dark side uses a lot of like passion and emotion in mm-hmm. the fight, you know, rather than like, stoicism and like control um so like what i see in cal is like a highly passionate character like he he cares about the future of his friends and himself and you know but Mm -hmm. he's not like bad for it he kind of he kind of revolves himself around like the the luke style of like jedi temple like where attachment is not forbidden and like it's okay to like love and be passionate about things like it's not like the og jedi where it's like you have to be a monk and like be stoic about everything and space monk care yeah space monk like don't care about anything like let it be like cal's more of like that new age like you should love and care and like that gives you motivation to like be good and stuff like that yeah so cool so uh, just to end off, the game was like nominated for a lot of awards, but won some of them. And like the only noticeable one that like I'm seeing on here is like the Game Awards in 2020. It it was nominated for best action adventure game. Not mm-hmm. didn't win. I don't know who won in 2020, but yeah, it was nominated at least. But that that wraps up our discussion of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um. Give this game an overall rating. Let's see. Gameplay, 8. Story, 8. Characters, 10. Mm -hmm. Uh, Graphics and performance, 8. So I'm going to go like 8.5. All right. Nice. I give it a a 9 out of 10. I like it. I really like it. It's not God tier. It's not got to Star Wars. Okay. It's pretty fucking good though. It's really good, yeah. So Yeah, I'm going like 8.59. Yeah. Good. Good choice. So 
we will be doing our next episode will be 20 not not 20 yeah 12 games that we choose for each month and like i said before at the beginning of this podcast it will be a month that like during that month whatever you played if it came out new or not like your favorite it could be a dlc and i mean could be anything you know just something that you played during that month that was good and it's just like a kind of like end of the year podcast and um because after that one there's there is still a podcast we can we were doing or i think do you just want to take like a two-week break like for like the holidays or and then come back like the 30 whatever like towards the end of the year um, well you're Mm. We'll talk about this off air, and then we can tell people on the next episode. Okay. When... Yeah. All right, for sure. So, um, highly recommend this game. Everybody, take care of yourself. We will see you next time. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, hold on. Where can they find you, Eddie? Oh, that's right. You can find me. Um, <laughs> Instagram for my fitness page post. Uh, week or like you know a couple times a week uh exercise mm-hmm. guides motivational content uh progress updates about me and my fitness journey and powerlifting um you can learn tips about how to train and like what you know important things about training are and stuff like that for my page um also i have a couple of like workouts and like sample stuff that you can do in the gym if you don't really know what to do um, you can find all that on Instagram at Eddie Lee Lifts, with that spelled E D D I E L I F T S. Um, that would be very much appreciated if you check me out. Uh, if you want to find me anywhere else, don't look. You don't need to. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Stay. Stay out of my life, mom. God. You can find me, Pen and Pant, wherever Pen and Pant is, you know, yeah, I'm most active on Twitter. Um, looking to post some more stuff, YouTube-wise and other things, but this is the most consistent thing I've done on Pen and Pant for a while. I mean, I still got like a Among Us video to do, and I want to edit, but I mean, we'll see whenever that gets done, to be honest. Uh, this is more of a side thing, and uh, I'm loving it still, but now we can say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Have a good one.